Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. Have you ever witnessed something and thought, that's not how we used to do it? I have, and it got me thinking. The main thing is, you see these kids on bicycles, or tricycles, or skateboards, or scooters, and they're all wearing a helmet. I speak about this from time to time. The only helmet I ever really wore was when I played high school football. We'd get on our bikes and we'd go, and yes, we'd crash, and none of us ever wore a helmet. Now, you just don't see people on bicycles anymore without a helmet. And it's weird because you see a lot more people on motorcycles without a helmet than bicycles. Now, I'm not promoting not wearing a helmet. I understand that head injuries are a terrible, awful thing. And a simple helmet can possibly save your life, or at least your quality of life. But I do know that if I was a kid, I think that helmet would have been a ball and chain for me. But then again, if that's the only thing you know, it's the only thing you know. So during this podcast, I'm going to bring up things that used to be one way and are another way in this day and age. And I'll tell you if I agree with it or if I don't. I'm not out for getting in any big controversy or any of that. These are just my opinions. We all have an opinion, you know. So let's get on back to my list of things. People riding in the back of pickup trucks. I can't remember the last time I saw somebody riding in the back of the pickup truck. Now, once in a while around here, they'll pile in the back of my truck, and I have a, maybe a couple bales of straw back there, maybe one all opened up. They're sitting in the straw. We do a little hay ride. But out on the highway, out on town road, you just don't see that anymore. I spoke about a birthday party I had when I was second grade or so. And my dad picked all of us kids, my whole second grade class, up down at the school. And we all piled into the back of the pickup. And he took us to our house where I had my birthday party. That is definitely a thing of the past. A joy that some kids will never understand. Riding in the back of a truck, telling stories and jokes and laughing and waving at folks. I kind of miss that. Perhaps seatbelt laws had something to do with it. Anyway, it just brings me right to the next one. That's your dog riding in the back of your pickup truck. Now this one I definitely am pro-dog and back of truck. I see on social media and hear comments. People calling somebody a scum of the earth for letting their dog ride in the back of the truck. And I'll tell you right now, you put your dog in the car and roll down the window and that dog's hanging out the window. They want to be in the back of that pickup truck. They want to be outside, wind in their face. Now they'll freeze to death. They'll fall out. Well, I talk about Blue Dog and Chuckahawk and they rode in my truck for a dozen years. Never fell out. If it was cold, they'd get up against the cab of the truck and it broke the wind. One time, it was so cold out, I tried to get them to come in. I had a sliding back window in the back of my truck. They wouldn't come in. They'd rather be out there. So I don't care if you have a little toy poodle or a Siberian Husky. They're going to stick their head out that window and get as much wind and bugs and freedom as they can. Now, I know all the haters will hate that. 
But this is my opinion. Actually, the thing that caused this episode was I saw the other day an old farmer had his dog in the back of his pickup truck driving down the road. I followed him for a few miles. And I thought to myself, when is the last time I saw this? It had been years. That is not animal cruelty, having your dog ride in the back of your vehicle. I don't care. I'll stand against that one. Now, what about if they fall out? Now, I do have one little story. Old Ricky from back home had this big black Labrador Retriever dog. And he always rode in the back of Ricky's truck. Everybody's dog rode in the back of their pickup back then. And that dog must have had a habit of jumping out because Ricky had him tied up. But he's still in the back of the truck. The dog jumped out while Ricky was moving. And it hung him. And he was dead. Now, if your dog has a habit of jumping out the pickup truck, I would never let him ride in the back of the truck. He'd just lose that privilege. Kind of like a little kid, you know? If your little kid hits himself with a hammer over and over, you never let him play with a hammer. Come on, let's have some common sense here. That common sense goes both ways, I'll tell you that right now. Enough of my little thing. How about Saturday morning cartoons? When's the last time there were Saturday morning cartoons on local channels? I know there are cartoon networks up the wazoo anymore. What about if you don't have cable or satellite? Something like that. What about if you're a poor little kid that all you're getting is a few stations on the rabbit ears and there are no cartoons? Now I proved this point by I started looking on a website that gives all the local channels and there are no Saturday morning cartoons on local Kansas City television. Period. PBS had some cooking shows. Several. If there's cooking channels out there in cable land, but no cartoons just because there are cartoon networks out there. Doesn't make sense. Bring back Huckleberry Hound. Bring back the Flintstones. Yabba dabba. Bring back Quick Draw McGraw. Hey, Quick Draw. Come on, let's have some cartoons on Saturday morning. If you're my age, there are memories of that that will never leave you. If you live to be a hundred, you'll still remember watching Oggy Doggy and Doggy Daddy. Soda fountains. When's the last time you saw a real true soda fountain? Now, granted, in some very small towns, you can find them. Some old drug stores. Last time I went to a soda fountain, they gave me all my stuff in styrofoam. I want the glass plates, the glasses, real glass. that they make that chocolate soda in? But that thing is really a thing of the past. Riding in the back of your station wagon. Number one, station wagons. How often do you see a station wagon? I know they still kind of make them, but they have been widely replaced by SUVs. But we'd sit back there and kind of roll around in the station wagon, make faces at the car following you, wave and honk if a truck's behind you. You know, give that little up and down with your fists, closed fists, like you want them to honk at you. So he starts honking and mom's wondering, why is that truck honking at me? This goes right along with seat belts. When you're rolling around in the back of your station wagon, there's no way you're wearing a seat belt. There's not even a seat belt back there. Even if it has the third seat facing the other way. 
Remember that option they used to give you on your station wagon? Now I am for seat belts. I do believe they save lives. I'm not against seat belts at all. Putting one on is just a matter of habit. Some people don't wear them to this day saying, I just can't get used to putting it on. And that's a bunch of hooey. You can create a habit of doing the same thing about 30 days in a row on anything you want. Biting your fingernails, spitting, saying obnoxious things, eating ice cream. It doesn't matter what it is. If you do the same thing 30 days in a row, like not having any ice cream for 30 days in a row, you will not have an ice cream craving. Then when you have ice cream, it'll be a treat. Instead of your staple food group, how about the high dives at the pool? When's the last time you saw a high dive at your local swimming pool? If you see a diving board at your swimming pool, it's an amazing thing. They have been replaced by the slide and the lazy river. Now, big old fast, long slide, that's okay. But lazy river is just that. You're just being lazy, floating around on the inner tube. Give me some adrenaline. Let's bring the high dive back in. Can you do a flip on it? High dives are very exhilarating. I used to love those suckers. I remember the first time I actually dove off of one and not just jumped. So I'm all for bringing high dives back. I think it's an insurance situation. I do. I believe that somebody somewhere got hurt. But let me tell you this. You can get hurt getting out of bed. What are they going to do? Outlaw the beds? No, you can have a bed. Somebody fell out of one once. Here's one for you, Blood Brothers. Remember you poke a hole in your thumb and your buddy does the same thing and you hold your thumbs together. If you're really hardcore, you make a slit somewhere on your arm and you press your arms together. Blood Brothers, your brothers forever in blood, like the Indians, like somebody that swears their oath to that other person forever and ever. You ever have a blood brother? I bet you a dime to a donut. You won't find that in kids today. Now I understand this. I do with all the stuff that's going around. But you know what? There was stuff going around back then too. And I bet you all of us little kids, maybe one got something from it. I don't know. I'm neither pro or con blood brothers. Really doesn't matter. I just don't see it anymore. I don't even know if it exists. In modern day America, anyway. I want to touch on this thing about kids rolling around in the station wagon because I've got it out of order here on my list. Sitting in the little front seat, maybe standing in the front seat. Mom has to stop the car real fast and she sticks her arm out. That's the seat belt right there. She's going to keep you from hurling through the windshield. Guaranteed. I already said how I am in favor of seat belts, but I'm not sure I'm totally 100% in favor of car seats for kids. Some of the laws and restrictions they have on this. You know, if you're a little person, you may never get out of a car seat. The way the law reads, 85 pounds. Who's got to keep their 85-pound kid in a car seat? That is not even doable. That's almost hilarious. But I am for using reason and common sense on seat belts and car seats. Here's one for you. People smoking. Cigarette butts everywhere. You're getting a haircut and the barber's smoking and blowing it on you. You're sitting in a restaurant trying to eat your hamburger. 
and there's a couple ladies next to you blowing smoke right at you. You're in a business meeting and you can't even see the guy across the table. There's so much smoke in the air from everybody smoking. Your little kid and mom's smoking. Then we have the situation of the cigarette butts. Cigarette butts everywhere. When they get done smoking, they just throw it on the ground and kind of put their foot on it and kind of do one of those little numbers back and forth with the ball of their foot on top of that butt and squash it out. Or the ladies with their bright red lipstick throw that sucker out and on the filter it's bright red. Or the old guy smoking a non-filtered cigarette and spitting out the little leaves of tobacco that come out the end. Smoking was everywhere back when I was a kid. I remember I used to think my mom was so square because she didn't smoke. I used to say, Mom, why don't you smoke like all my friends' moms? How stupid could I be? I'm glad that cigarette smoking kind of go on the way of the dinosaur. But there's still some there's still some triceratops out there somewhere. Is that how you say it? Triceratops out there. I used to play with mercury. Do you remember playing with mercury? The thermometer would break and your mom would put that on the table and you guys would roll it around and stuff, try to separate it. That was a cool toy that you could play with for hours. I'm glad that we don't have mercury around anymore. I'm glad that we've finally realized some of the dangers of mercury. You don't want to be mad as a hatter. That's how they got mad. Making those hats with the aid of mercury. Guns in the back window of pickup trucks. You don't even see the gun racks anymore. When I was a kid growing up, everybody had a gun rack in the back of their pickup truck. Most of them supported guns. I used to have a gun rack in the back of my truck. If I ever took my gun hunting or out target shooting or something, that rode in that rack. But usually my gun rack supported my fishing pole. I really miss seeing that. We didn't have all this problems with mass shootings back then. Felt pretty safe to me. Now I don't care one way or the other what side you're on on the gun law controversy. I really don't. I've got my beliefs and opinions and you're open to your beliefs and opinions. That's what makes this country a great country. But I kind of miss those old gun racks. Spankings in school. Well, I'm 100% against child abuse, but I'm not really sure that a spanking done calmly and with reason is child abuse. Just my opinion once again. I am not for somebody beating your child, but I'll tell you what, the threat of the spanking when I was in grade school for Mr. T, the simple threat of it, knowing he had a paddle in his office that had holes drilled in it, kept 99% of us in line. So for the record, I am against child abuse, and no, I don't think spanking is child abuse. You can get mad at me if you want, but I'm not going to get mad at you if you think that spanking is child abuse. I'm just not going to get mad at you. Here's one on a little lighter side. Checking payphones for change. Go around, stick your hand in the coin return. My friend Wayne was a master of that. He would leave no phone unchecked. He knew where pay phones were that I had no idea. I'd do it once in a while if I was thinking of it. 
Wayne always beat me to it. He knew. And he made some money at it, too. I kind of miss those pay phones. When's the last time you saw one? Jukeboxes. Go into somewhere and jukebox is playing. You ask mom and dad for a nickel or a dime. You go and your brothers and you are all looking at the songs. You start arguing because you only have enough for three songs. And you've already got three in mind and they want to play something else. The ones I really liked is the little silver job at the table where you're eating. And you can flip it and a little card flips over and shows more songs. Flip it again and there's, you know, 20 more songs. And you can put your dime right in there and starts playing on that jukebox down over across the room. I miss that stuff. I really do miss that. Here's one more that goes with drinking and smoking. That's pregnant women doing it. Back in the day, I don't think we had enough information about that to realize how terrible and dangerous that was for you and the child. But you don't see that anymore, and that's a good thing. That's where education does come in handy, and peer pressure. I mean, you know, you see a pregnant lady smoking, someone might beat her up, and that's not good. One of my favorites, that there's so much propaganda coming against it, I can't even believe it. Drinking from a garden hose. You're out there playing the sprinkler, squirting each other, yelling and playing, and work up a thirst, and you just take a drink out of the hose. I don't know. I, you know, what's different between that and it coming out of a water line? There's no difference in my opinion. I drank many, many, many gallons of water. In fact, that was my preferred way to drink water. I never really much thought it was anything special except out of the hose. And the last one, and we're not going to spend much time here because there's going to be a podcast in a few weeks about this. That's playgrounds. All the cool playground things, the slides, the merry-go-rounds, the monkey bars, even the swings, are deemed dangerous anymore. And you won't see them in a regular playground out there. You know, the ones with rubber, foam rubber, where you're going to land. Nowhere you can really fall off more than a foot. That stuff. We lived dangerously back then. Few kids ate it. I understand. I do miss those days. I hope I didn't make you all too mad at me. The good old days in a lot of ways were not all that good. I know that. You know that. But mankind has a way of remembering the good parts and hiding the parts that aren't so good. I think it's a protective mechanism that's instilled in us. I love to remember stuff from when I was a kid, how much fun I had. Thank you for joining me today. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Once you've arrived, there's a link called our book where you can purchase our book, Got a Job. It has been selling a lot better lately, and I thank you all for that. There's also links to places you can hear our podcast and go to our shop tales at Amazon store. If you're angry with someone, just try to stay kind. It'll keep that avenue of a relationship open. And remember to always be kind. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.